Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I am your host, Caleb, and we've got a nice little Thursday baby slate to break down today. As usual, I hope all you boys are chilling, and uh, let's have a good day. Let's have a good day. Let's recap yesterday. We had three plays. It's a tricky slate, honestly. Um, I went back to Josh Hart, 17.5 PRA at the crib. Um, probably done with it for a little bit. Not that he's not going to hit it again. Like he will. Um, it's just like, he's just not a high usage guy. Um, and we, we've known this, right? He fills it up in other ways, but if you score 142 points and you're not, you're not getting there on a 17 and a half PRA, um, you know, you know, so um, he had hit that in five out of his six games with the Knicks, or maybe even six out of seven. Um, <clears throat> and both games that he didn't hit, we were uh, on it. So frustrating, but it happens. He just, um, other guys had it going. IQ had it going. Uh, Julius had it going. Uh, Jalen ha- had it going. Uh, every guy, offensive guy that they go to had it going. So there was not really any. And, and and the Nets were just leaving him in isolation. So it rarely even led to any, you know, open looks for Josh um, the way it sometimes does when they show two at some of these guys or, or bring late doubles. Um, but we did get the other two plays. Dennis Smith Jr., uh, over five and a half assists, juiced up. We placed one unit to 1.75 units. Um, he had six. He didn't even start. And then when, it, when, when he didn't start, I thought about um, buying out. But then I was like, Honestly, then he's going to be playing with bench players uh, against more bench players. Um, you know, he's going to have some minutes without Terry, where the ball's going to be in his hand every possession. And there were a couple, like Kelly smoked in a, a layup. There were some, a uh, couple wide open shots that guys missed, but luckily he was still able to get to six uh, late in the third. So that was kind of sweat, or I think early fourth, early fourth. Um, and then Pelicans plus two and a half. That's a satisfying one. It's always nice to grab a spread play that is tight through the first half and then your squad pulls away. Um, so two in one day, we'll take it. Um, only gain like a 0.6 of a unit since, uh, Dennis was so juiced, but, uh, brings us to 216, 198 down 1.51 units. I'm trying to make that climb back over the top, but, uh, four, Four games a day. And I honestly do have some looks in this. Um, I have a lean in every single game. I've locked one in uh, as well. So let's get into it. First game of the day, Raptors and the Wizards. Raptors coming in as a two-point road favorite. That implies about a five-point difference. And I took the Wizards plus the two. Um, Most of the money coming in on the Raptors. And I I don't even necessarily blame guys, right? Like, I, I think... A lot of times the way people bet are, um, and that's why it's important to kind of break down your process, but um, they say, hey, the Raptors are better than the Wizards, which I don't think is untrue. Um, I think that is true slightly. They're only a two-point favorite. They got to win by more than two. They're better. Bet. Let's go. Um, But you guys know how we do it, right? Create your line and then uh, add in home court. I think that I'd make the Raptors more like two, two and a half points better. Uh, so I'd make this either at worst to pick them. Uh, but honestly, I'd probably make this Wizards minus one. If I'm being honest, um, you should get KP back tonight. Beal's good to go. Kuz is good to go. Uh, Monty Morris is really like the only guy out for the Wizards. 
Um, and while that, you know, you'd like to have him in, he's not like, it's not the biggest deal, especially when you have DeLon Wright um, backing him up. So um, you look at the Wizards, they're, they're so, they're inconsistent, but I feel like the inconsistency is rooted in injuries, right? I feel like when they become inconsistent, it's, okay, Kuz is hurt or KP's hurt, or Beal's hurt, right? But when all three of them are there, they generally are a good team. We'll look at, I'm going to go back through the month of uh, February and look at games where all three guys played. Um, And let's go in, nope, not all three guys played there. Um not all three guys played there. Okay, all three guys played at home against Charlotte. Uh, no, okay, even Kuz didn't even play that one. So it hasn't even happened that much. Yeah, he didn't play that. Um, okay, I think all three guys played in Portland. They blew out the Blazers on February 14th. Uh, all three guys played in Minnesota, and they beat the Timberwolves. Um, I think all three guys did play against New York, but New York, you guys know that team is vibing right now. And the wizards were up early. Honestly, I think that the Knicks are definitely better playing better basketball than the, the Raptors right now. Um, <clears throat> and then the really, so, so they played like two games together, right? All month. And so then you get all three back today. Um, I, I know they, yeah, even last game, even last game, man, no KP. So they've done it twice. Right, and they've won both games. They've won both games on the road. Now you go at home against a Toronto team that's definitely streaking, definitely playing better basketball, uh, but it's not dominant yet, right? Like you look, let's go through it. Um, <clears throat> they pick up Yaker Pertle in the first game is against what the Pels? I want to say. When was Yaker Pertle's first game as a Raptor? Okay, it was against the Pistons. Or no, sorry. Yeah, no. It was it was technically against the Jazz. He came off the bench. They lost that game. Okay. Then they host Detroit, win by one. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Got it. I had an email I had to look at. But um, back to the – back to Yaka Pirtle and the Raptors. Um, came off the bench, lost to the Jazz at home. Beat the Pistons by one at home. Actually, a very nice, impressive win at home against Orlando. It was a back-to-back for Orlando, 10.1. Beat the Pelicans out of the All-Star break by five. Went into Detroit and won by four. Got smacked up at Cleveland by 25. And then just beat the Bulls at home by six. So um, almost all these games, they've had two games on the road since Jakob Pertle came back. They beat the Pistons on the road by four. And they got blasted by the Cavs. So despite them being a lot better since Jakob got there, they still have not really proved it on the road. The Wizards are going to give a really, really good performance here. They've got all three of their guys back in Kuz, Kristaps, and Beal. It's absolutely go time for this Wizards team. They know that. I think this is going to be a tight game <clears throat> that the Wizards are not necessarily, quote, in control of, but they are kind of, the, the Raptors are kind of chasing the Wizards. And then whatever happens in the last five minutes happens.
But I do think that overall, the Wizards are going to be slightly the better team in this one. And it's gonna, it is going to go down to the wire late. I doubt the Wizards pull away and blast the Raptors. But I do think that the Wizards win this game tonight in a semi-close basketball game. So I will take the extra plus two. If you want to go money line, I don't blame you either. Um, but that's the way I see this thing going down. Tight game, fun cap. Uh, I have this Wizards minus one, to be honest. Um, okay, next game, Sixers, Mavs. Mavs right now, uh, <clears throat> I'm seeing four, four and a half in certain spots. Uh, Sixers coming off a nice win in Miami without the big fellow and Joel Embiid uh, head into this on a back-to-back. Uh, this is a really tough one to cap right at this point in time because one, um, Mavs are te- teetering on a win, right? Like they're going to get one here uh, eventually and it very much could be tonight. Again, you're getting them four, which is surprising today. Um, I just got to see the injury report. I, I would assume that four would imply that one of Joel or Harden isn't playing. Or maybe they're both. But I highly doubt that both Harden and Embiid are healthy and you're giving the the Sixers four. I don't I, I would say when when the Sixers are all whole and healthy, they're three points better than the Mavs, which would put this at a pick'em. Then if it's a you know factor and it's a back to back, give a, a, a point for that and then let's give them another extra one and a half because the Mavs are teetering and uh, are you know have lost a couple games in a row and are gonna really really want this one still you can put this at Mavs minus two I think at the most so uh I'd grab four if Joel and Harden are playing I just I think the fact that this is where it's at with the majority of the money coming in on Philly this morning and last night it, it would lead me to believe that one of those two guys is going to sit tonight. So uh, definitely lean the Sixers. But, <clears throat> you know, let's let's uh, let's see what the injury report tells us um, before making any any call on this game. Next game, Pacers and Spurs. This is a really difficult one. Um, Spurs are five and a half point underdogs today at the crib. Plus about an eight and a half point difference. And we were on the Pacers last game. Um, they're playing really good basketball. They're vibing as a unit, um, and, and early on in the season, they had a you know some really good stretches, and then Tyrese went down, and then even when he came back, they had a pretty tough schedule, um, and they lost plenty of games. They lost plenty of games, but a lot of people, what gets lost in that is a lot of people forget how solid this team was early on um, when everyone is healthy, and and now you you're kind of back at that point. Um, and it's clear there's a lot of teams that are tanking. Um, honestly, not as many, quite as many as I thought, but there are a lot of teams that are tanking. The Pacers aren't really one of those teams, right? They almost beat the Celtics. Um, they go into Dallas and beat Dallas. They go into Orlando and beat, honestly, a pretty damn solid Orlando team. And then they come to San Antonio, a team that has been tanking uh, and clearly been tanking for, for a lot of this season. Now, the interesting thing here tonight is the Spurs get back Trey Jones and they get back Devin Vassell. Um, and, and those are honestly their first and third best players um, at this point in time. Devin Vassell's their best player. Trey Jones is their third best player. So it's really interesting. But both of these guys have missed some time. You don't exactly know how they're going to come back. They're probably going to be a little bit rusty. Um and then Malachi Branham and Keldon Johnson are questionable. I would guess that they sit them. 
I would guess that they sit him, and this is you know their their tanking thing. All right, we get Trey and and uh, Devin back. Let's sit Malachi and Kelvin. Um, I think if everyone plays, I'll probably stay off this. But if if Kelvin and Malachi sit, I could I could look no other way than the Pacers today. I, I could um, Spurs. They've been on a really long road trip. First game back at home. That generally functions as another road game because it's a you know a different environment. At the same and at the same time, the Pacers have been balling, right? You look at the three games out of the break, three really good performances in all three games. Um, and if they play that the way the way that they have been playing, they should be able to win this by six plus. Um, the only thing is, like, I don't want to lock Pacers minus five and a half right now, and then Keldon and. Uh, What's his face? Keldon and, and Branham are moved, ruled in, and then this line gets down to, I don't know, four and a half, four. Um, and then I'd still probably consider coming in on that, but um, you know what I mean? So I'm going to wait. There's a risk that, you know, those guys, I feel like my book has gotten quicker and quicker about removing lines when news comes out, but, um, and you, you kind of just got to be sitting on the book, but um, th- there is that risk that, you know, they get they do get ruled out and this moves to six, six and a half and the opportunity's kind of gone. Uh, but at the end of the day, that I could look no other way than the Pacers. It just depends how you want to play it. But Pacers are nothing for me. They're playing great basketball. The Spurs are a tanking basketball team. The Sal and Trey Jones coming back helps. Um, but the, the Spurs kind of just are who they are at this point. Um, last game, Clippers and Warriors. <clears throat> Another really interesting, fun cap. Uh, Warriors four point dogs here at the crib today. I, I made this Clippers minus two, and it came out at two, and I was like, all right, right online. Um, I got nothing here, and now it's creeped up to four, and I, I do have some interest in the Warriors here today. Um, Warriors are still without Wiggins, they're still without Steph, and I, what I will say is I I wouldn't overreact to the Clippers. Um, you know, coming out of the All Star break, right? I, I think you're seeing it because people hate Russell Westbrook, and I get it. Um, but, you know, out of the break, they add Russell Westbrook, and they've gone 0-3 in the three games since. Uh, first game was a insane, one of the most insane games I've seen, a 175-176 loss at home um, to the Kings. Uh, the next game, I believe, yeah, the next game, you can't even blame them. They go into Denver against a really good team, a team that's almost damn near unbeatable at home. Uh, losing overtime. And then last game, uh, Minnesota came in super, super motivated. Uh, we were on them there at six and a half, and, and they won outright. So the Clippers are going to absolutely come in here focused, um, you know, giving their best performance. And I, again, I, I'd make a minus two. I think they win tonight. I do think they win tonight. But now you're pushing it up to four. I absolutely could see a scenario in which this game is tight, 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 late. Um, if anything, I, I'd probably lean Clippers uh, first quarter. Um, a lot of that value is probably gone now that it's minus four, but what's it? Minus minus one for the first quarter. <sighs> I think that's a look, guys. I do think that's a look. Clippers minus one to the first quarter. Um, I mean, you, you guys look at it, right? They're still a good team. Don't overreact to the, like, are they a title team? Maybe, honestly, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Um, but, you know, you you come in off of three straight, straight L's. They had been playing really, really good basketball before. 
Um, if you guys remember, they actually came in off of two straight L's against this this very same Warriors team um, without Wiggins, and they won by 10. So um, <clears throat> that granted that was at home. I would apply, imply about seven, which would put this at four. Um, it's a lean the Warriors way. It's a lean Clippers first quarter. I'm not sure how I'm going to play. I don't want to get too overexposed today on a light day right before Friday. Um, but it's a lean full game Warriors for sure at, at four. I mean, the Warriors have been really good at home, right? They haven't been a good against the spread this year um, in general. But as a home team against the spread, let's see what they are. Yeah, 20 and 11, right? That is like the the spot where they have functioned well. Um, you're getting four, which implies about a seven point difference. I could see it. This is a very mo- this is going to be a very motivated Clippers effort. Um, but it, uh, you know, it's not like the Warriors aren't motivated, right? You're right there. You're facing the team that's right above you, um, in the stand or maybe right behind you in the standings. Um, let me see. Yeah, Clippers are five. Warriors are six, but like they technically have the same. Like the Warriors aren't behind them in any any games. It's just on the tiebreaker. So uh, definitely, definitely lean the Warriors today. But I do think the Clippers come out in that first quarter and win that first quarter, even on the road. Ah, a lot to think about. All right, props wise, um, there's not really that many injuries. I'd say if you're looking at something, um, Miles Turner's been balling, right? We know that Miles Turner's been balling. His his overs been bumped up to thirty and a half. Um, they don't really have many um, Spurs props up um, because they're still kind of figuring out. Hey, is Keldon and or Malachi gonna play? Um, let me look. Maybe how's Sohan been playing? Six assists last game. Have yourself a damn day, motherfucker. Uh, but two before, yeah. And Trey Jones is back, so yeah. Nothing really there. Zach Collins over twenty four and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Um, dude, Zach Collins is a low key dimer. Let me see what his assists are at. Zach Collins, three and a half, plus 124. I don't hate that. I don't I don't hate that, but, you know, Trey Jones being back into the mix keeps me off some of these guys' assists. Um, let me check if there's any narratives we can look into. Seems like the props are pretty light today, honestly, guys. Wizards are fully healthy, you know what I mean? Like, Raptors are fully healthy and whole. Um, You know, Sixers on a back-to-back. Mavs are pretty fully healthy. Um, Okay, it's a... (laughs) It's a revenge game for Jermichael Green. Pass. It's a revenge game for George Hill. Pass. Revenge game for Dougie McDermott. Pass. Oh. Tyrese Maxey is from Dallas, Texas. 
Let's look. Look at it. There's Maxi career stats versus Mavs. <sighs> Okay, so the first two games against the Mavs, he played five minutes and two minutes. He played 36 minutes in Dallas in February last year, had 18-2-6. and six. Um, And then he had one home game against Dallas, which 8-2-3. That, you know, I, I'm more looking at the games in Dallas. Uh, obviously, Joel Embiid is um, – his status is going to de- determine this thing. So we'll look at that. Tyrus Maxey ex- – let me see how he played. Um, See, I think he played well last night. Should have. He started. Yeah, twenty-seven points, four rebounds, seven assists. I, I would take a look at Maxi today if if Embiid's out, and this line points to me that I think he will be. Uh, Clippers, Warriors. There's just a ton going on, man. An absolute ton going on. Uh, on any given night, it could be Kawhi, it could be PG, shit, it could be Russ. Uh, on the Warriors side, I don't mind Dante DiVincenzo, but it's juiced up at 20 and a half minus the 130. Uh, let's see who ate the last time they played, and then we'll get out of here, guys. Um, Okay, the last time they played, they played in February four, February 14th in L.A. Jordan Poole had 28. Clay had 18. Dre had 15, 5, and 7. Oh, shit, Dre. Kavon had 14 boards. Um, Let's see what Kavon's boards are at. I think that could be a good look. Probably a 9.5. Okay, 10.5 minus 120. Like, they know. I know. I still think he's gone over 10 and a half, one, two, three, four, five, six out of the last seven. And last game, they kind of went away from him against Portland. Um, but his minutes are just so, they just fluctuate so much. I think they'll need him against Zoo, but we'll see. I don't know that it's enough to play. So, yeah, guys, locked in the Wizards. Um, I lean Philly if Embiid plays. If he doesn't, go ahead, take maxi points. I lean uh, Indiana. Just kind of got to see what's up with Keldon and Malachi. Then I lean the Warriors, but I also think uh, the Clippers in the first quarter is not a bad look. Good luck to whatever you guys play. I love you. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.